Welcome to Five Phases Health. Your hosts are Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Over the next hour, you'll hear from experts in the field on how you can achieve sustainable good health. Welcome to Five Phases Health Radio, your guided journey towards personal transformation and sustainable good health. I know I say this every single time for, for every single show, but well, it matters. I, I, we well, care. It does, we care. I, and I like it. So I'll say the rest of it. I did half, so we'll do the other half. We simplify health, wellness, and nutrition information, eliminating the guesswork and helping you to achieve radiant health. Absolutely. I'm your co-host Peyton Young, and I'm Christina Barea. And we're very excited to be here today. And if you're just tuning in, welcome. And we totally appreciate you showing up. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. And if you are a listener who's listened to some of the other episodes, we also thank you. Long-time listeners? Yeah, long-time listeners. Yep. We invite you also to share any feedback or comment suggestions that you might have with us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, our show today is, uh, we're on our 10th episode, and we're happy to discuss uh, a culmination of an exploration we did through the previous episodes about uh, five elements and how they relate to the body, symptoms, and uh, the external environment in general. Today, we're discussing how that all comes together to under the subject of core integration. Oh, wow. What does that mean, Peyton? What, is, what, did you, what do you have in mind when you hear, when you hear core integration? So when, when I hear the words core integration, I think to myself, okay, I've got to have, have tight abs, you know, I've got to have strong, strong abs. Um, I've got so to have- So your thought goes to your yeah, core, core, right? Yeah, totally to the core. Okay. Yeah. Um, legs, glutes, um, because they're the, the, I guess the, the pivot point, the, the center of the full That holds everything up. That makes- all the actions within the body happen, whether it's lifting, uh, picking something up, uh, pressing it away, pulling it towards you, carrying it, um, all those things. Right, center of gravity is in the hips. So that kind of leads into the idea of posture, Mm -hmm. maybe an alignment, Mm -hmm. that kind of idea. So anyway, that's what I think of. You gotta have uh, nice and strong in the middle. Mm -hmm. And what do you mean by alignment? more about that yeah so our body naturally our skeletal system naturally has um well you use this phrase when we would teach martial arts and uh qigong and uh, yoga is that you've got to stack the your uh, skeletal system has to stack so everything has to to be planted uh centered over the feet feet are planted and then basically, if you're in good alignment through the legs, into the hips, spine, and shoulders and head, then everything sits nice and stacked on top of each other where you're not, the body's not exerting exerting weird stresses or strains. Yeah. Uh, trying to um, change itself or right itself or balance itself everything is just natural sure the body has a wisdom based on the shape of the the bones and the way that we we um, are aligned naturally uh, with least resistance and the rotation of our joints and so on that we would say is maximizes the body's 
alignment efficiency. So our posture, we're, we're leading towards the subject of posture and the idea yeah. that um, if we put our bones in certain positions where nature intended them to be, then we will actually find a comfort in our posture, yeah. right? And something that promotes a healthier communication between all of the systems that uh, the, the skeletal system supports. Yeah, and generally, if it's everything is stacked properly and you allow yourself a little bit of time to maybe doing some standing standing practice, we used to do that a lot, or you can do it sitting as well. So you can be stacked from head natural over the shoulders, over the top of the hips. Um, what you'll find is, is your body should start to naturally relax on its own. So if the hands are down by the sides, your shoulders will start to release and let go um, because it will want to find that natural uh, tendency to push away from the planet and let gravity exert itself on the extremities mm -hmm. to let everything kind of relax downward. So we can kind of think of it as our body is kind of like a mountain mountain peak that's rising up from the earth up into the to the sky kind of look at it that way and everything kind of um hangs for lack of a better description mm -hmm. off of the frame of the skeletal system sure and of course it would be uh implicit in that if we are out of alignment our posture isn't good then we are exerting overexerting in different areas right that cause strain stresses stress in order uh, to injury keep us, right yep. and over chronic uh, behaviors like they can lead to injury yep. or because of the uh incorrect posture we do activities in that incorrect posture which can lead to in, other types yeah, of injuries exactly. yeah exactly injuries. right um and it, and it could be such that you're doing something that might lead you into fall mm -hmm. which is pretty common sure. that's the most common thing yeah. sure so we we talk to a lot of folks who are uh later in life right or people who are recovering from some sort of an injury or a surgery and then i would just call them re recovery okay. of some sort sure and then um or later stages of life and those those um these folks have challenges in different areas right so uh, if they're in recovery maybe um, due to a different reason but in terms of aging common things that we see is exactly what you've talked about our posture we tend to lean forward that's just common yeah and well and definitely the habits age the, the you lose the strength of your um, spine and upper Correct. upper back actually because yeah. mm -hmm. the head's pretty heavy mm -hmm. and so you had a tendency to have the head and shoulders roll forward sure. so yeah right yeah so your your spinal your sorry your back muscles don't get engaged as much we don't do a lot of lifting over the head right I just our yeah. normal activities don't require that and so over time chronic posture or um, leads to things that manifest later as in that need a little more effort to correct and or uh, additional strain doing normal activities that can lead to injury. And it can be actually really difficult to get the posture, um, get your posture repaired, we'll say, to get it kind of fixed, especially if you've been um, holding the current posture Let's just say this rounded shoulders, the chin is jutted forward, so the head is moving forward. So everything that is supporting the current posture is now locked into place usually because it's um, it's not normal form because of, due to lack of 
probably um, room in the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, conditioning, conditioning, maintaining, maintaining yeah, right. that kind of thing. Yeah, well, that brings up a good, an interesting subject that I think is really pivotal to five phases, mm-hmm. which is the concept of maintenance, right? So we, we'd like to... We come from the idea that prevention is much more valuable than uh, trying to fix something that's broken, right? So if we can prevent the injury, if we can prevent the disease, if we can prevent something that leads us in out of balance, then it's a whole lot easier to address than it is to wait for it to get completely broken and then try to fix it, right? So um, maintenance, uh, in this case of posture, we want to talk about that and of like check yourself every so often, right? Because it's easy to let those habits slide over time and become something that's more chronic. And then, like you said, something that's rooted and embedded into just that's just the way the body is going to be held. And if you're doing some sort of your normal everyday job or the activity that you possibly enjoy as well, actually doesn't promote a, a normal um what the the basic posture should be then it's going you, your mind is focused on that so really you don't think about it for very much basically right so i think happens. are you are you talking about like people who spend a lot of time doing uh, like repetitive tasks you know like maybe their job requires them to do a lot of repetition in an angle that's not natural or are you talking what oh, examples yeah. it, can you think of well it could be that so well the very first one that comes to mind is actually if you're if you have a computer job so you're mm-hmm. sitting at your desk um working on uh, maybe you're some kind of a programmer or an engineer of some kind sure. so you sit a lot or maybe that's what you do at work you have to interface with with a computer or machine long ago it was a typewriter now we've got <laughs> right. the now we have these uh, keyboards the modern office to, job you know, the modern the thing modern yeah. office job right so and, and so when you're engaged with that you tend to want to since uh, we look at things with our eyes before we use some of the other senses you get absorbed into the screen mm-hmm. that's there in front of you the head moves forward sure. um, shoulders roll forward the and chin drops. you get chin drops to get the the hands on the keyboard, belly relaxes. Yep, uh, you get this rotation of the the, the pelvis. Yep. get kicks itself back out, so yep. that gives the belly more room to relax and roll downward. Um, and then the ribs come down. Well, and and I've found myself doing this when I had one of those jobs too. You'll cross your feet mm. instead of keeping them firmly planted on the floor. You'll cross your your legs underneath and pull them under the chair. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden everything is rolling forward into the desk um, or the whatever area that you have the uh, your keyboard and your mouse on. Sure. Uh, so when you get into these positions and that's what you do for eight hours a day or longer, um, then it's hard to begin to unwind that basically is what I was kind of referring to. Is yeah. it. So um, with that in mind, there's some very basic things that you can do. Even if you're sitting at a desk, mm. um, you want to me to go into yeah. a couple of those things. Jump in. Okay. So I used to do this for a hospital. Um, used to travel around inside the hospital. And I would do, um, basically I would do, um, uh, worker, um, compensatory tests. And I would go from, from office to office and, and take a look at what, how they were doing their work. And then I would put them out of position and then I would put them in the the regular position. And then we'd adjust 
all the equipment around that position. Mm-hmm. So what you can do uh, it, it, at your work, you can be sitting. So the idea here is your feet are flat on the floor. If your desk height or seat height, sorry, uh, that whatever you happen to be sitting on is low so that your knees are not at a 90 degree from the hips. So if it's too the far, sit bone. the sit bones. So if the knees are too far up, so you're being scrunched, you need to get the chair up a little bit higher. Yeah. So most modern chairs have that um, really cool uh, gas shock thing on yeah, it. Yeah. So you can adjust it. Um, you can actually have that angle from the hips can be 90 to the knees and then 90 to the floor. But you can also be a little bit higher. Just don't want to be a little too low. Mm-hmm. Um, that little bit higher is okay. It's for comfort. But it allows your feet to f- be flat on the floor. It gives you a good stability and good balance. So that then when you lift the top of your head up and get your head over your shoulders, now your shoulders are over your hips. What you'll feel is you'll feel an expansion uh, in the the um, hip flexor muscles themselves. They'll tend mm-hmm. to relax a little bit because now the feet are pushing into your hips and into the lower back. I see you pointing towards yeah, the yeah, lower yeah. back. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually, I, I do this, everything I do <laughs> this with my hands. So basically what we're doing here is now we've activated the lower back, mm. which now has then has the potential to lift through and stack the spine up so that the head is nice and elevated. So once you have this position, if your monitor uh, is not, at least the top of the monitor should be basically at eye level so that you look down just a little bit, which will tuck the chin mm-hmm. and open up the occiput. So now at the back of the head for those who exactly. don't Exactly. <laughs> so very, very back of the head. Top and what, of the spine, the cervical spine. <laughs> exactly. And so what that does is it actually puts the, um, the atlas and axis, which is your two big vertebrate bones that sit inside the cranium hold the, hold the head up. and they hold the head up. They're actually now in alignment yeah. so that everything naturally sits. Mm-hmm. So then you want your elbows and your hands to be at least at 90. Mm-hmm. So if the elbows are close into your sides, your arms are out at 90 degrees. They can also be down a little bit lower. You just don't want them to be up where they're less than Closing 90. the joint of the elbow. Exactly. The elbow needs to, to be open. open. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Now you might find that you're too far away from the desk. So now you have to sl- uh, readjust and slide closer in mm-hmm. so that things are now um, within reach and yeah. that are comfortable, but you're maintaining this posture. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. I really like uh, the part about paying attention to what your hips are doing and the the degree of angle of the femur, which is the top part of the legs between the knee and the hip, and what that angle is because that femur sits into the entire hip joint area yes and that on the inside of the thighs so it's more than just the, it's like it's the base yeah yeah basically right. no yeah. i gotcha yeah. and and the all of that supports a very critical junction of circulation blood circulation uh, and yes. lymph circulation that happens at the inguinal fold 
and you get this pelvic floor support as well Correct. that then blossoms out into the lower the, the intestines yep. and the diaphragm. So now we're not uh, you're not rolled and hunched so that now everything is under tension. So now everything can operate normal and nice, I guess you might say, exactly. efficiently. Yeah, well, you know, remember, um, this is, we're talking about a, a, a desk at the moment, but this is applicable to just about any sure. standing any activity that we have in life is paying attention to our posture and how we're using the body's wisdom of correct alignment to assist us through our daily activities instead of maybe perhaps working against the wisdom of the body. So really what you're saying is, is that it's time to strengthen the legs <laughs> and be flexible um, so that you can uh, have that core strength of the core of the body come out. So, yeah, I think what we're saying here is that long-term habits can lead to weakness in critical areas of the body, which support our posture. But if we're mindful, if we practice that mindfulness frequently and do these little checkpoints throughout the day, then we'll be able to discover which are areas that are um, strong, that we, we're always going to gravitate towards those areas that we feel more comfortable on. So they're exactly. naturally going to be stronger, mm -hmm. which in my turn is a reflection of those areas of the body, which are weaker, weaker and need a little more attention, right? So if we find that we are out of balance, front to back, top to bottom, left to right, or something like that, then we know that the side that we're leaning towards is stronger and the side that we're leaning away from is weaker and it needs to be addressed. Otherwise, we're going to develop a long-term habit or which can set into um, a, some sort of a, a chronic ailment of, sure. that, that needs more effort to fix. And, and just before we, we uh, close out this segment mm -hmm. for some advertiser announcements and things like that, I just want to say too that getting into this posture, you may need someone to actually look at you sure. while you get yourself into that, sure. the correct alignment of the posture. And that it might actually be a little uncomfortable from the yeah. get go because yeah. you have, uh, someone's not been used to. We'll put a handout on what, the website. Yeah, so that how this can... is supposed to feel and what it's supposed to look like. You 100%. Know? Yeah. yeah. We'll put a, we'll, we'll put a handout uh, on the website, uh, fivephases.com for folks who want to understand what that alignment looks like and uh, stand in front of a mirror check yourself and see what it looks sure. like. Yeah. It just stand up. That's mm -hmm. all you got to do. That's yeah. <laughs> Tuck the tailbone under just a little bit. So you stand up nice and tall. It activates the lower, um, the lower back and the, the lower lumbar spine and everything will lift from from there so okay so we're uh, Take a quick break. yep they're waving the red flags at us and telling us that it's break time so <laughs> stay um, tuned stay, we'll tuned. stay with minutes. us yep we'll be right back voice america is on linkedin connect with us today five phases health is designed for anyone seeking optimal well-being we simplify health, wellness, and nutrition information into simple steps to help you achieve radiant health. Our teachings merge ancient wisdom with modern science to reach the root of the problem and prevent common diseases. Each week, we explore topics around food, exercises, breathing, and mental inspiration. We believe that small changes on a daily basis lead to long-term, sustainable good health. Join us as we journey through medicine systems from around the world, including 
traditional Chinese medicine, allopathic medicine, herbal medicine, and various mind-body systems. Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Airs Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Have a question for Peyton, Christina, or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show with Peyton and Christina. And we're back. And um, just want to say, if you're still listening, thank you for hanging out with us. Appreciate all our listeners. And if you're new, uh, just tuned in, our last segment was all about posture. Posture. And basically, it is stacking the large uh, bone structures from the head, right, uh, stacked on top of the shoulders, stacked on top of the hips, knees, all the way down to the ankles with nice, strong foundation with the feet flat. Learning about the natural wisdom of the body in terms of how the bones relate to each other. So cool. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna gonna <laughs> dig into that a little bit more and talk about what what does that mean, right? What yeah. like per area? What does the natural alignment mean of the body? How do we leverage that that wisdom a little bit further? So there's some key points that you can check in. We'll we'll include that information on the website. But you know what? Let's let's do some exercises together. Um, we're going to wherever. Don't need to stand up. (laughs) Not that type of exercise. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're going to have our listeners just do this little sample. It's like, what does it mean to be in alignment and the natural wisdom of the body? Okay. So just put your finger on, put your, um, your dominant hand doesn't matter right or left. Doesn't doesn't matter. Put two fingers on your chin. I have two fingers on my chin. (laughs) It's hard for me to talk. Right. So wherever (laughs) you are, whatever you're doing, put two fingers on your chin. And now you're going to push your fingers away from you. So that means you're going to stick your chin out. You're going to hyperextend the chin way towards the front, right? And so hold it there for a second and pay attention. How does the back of your head feel? Like right at the base of the skull, which we call the, uh, Peyton referred to as the occiput in a previous segment, top of the, it feels uncomfortable, right? You're squishing the back of that crease in the, in the base of the skull. You're, you're squishing that and causing your throat to extend in the front, right? Okay, so we're gonna now reverse that. Now take your fingers and push your chin in. 
So your head can't really slide directly back. What happens is it's got to rotate. Exactly. Your head will actually lift from the back, ex, um, expanding the space between the cervical vertebrae and opening up that area between the base of the skull and the top of the neck. Yep. And then it will compress the front of the of the the neck where your chin comes down and so on. So now you're going to feel it's harder to breathe. It's harder to feel Get natural. Swallowed. Exactly. But the, the back is open. Okay, great. So just go ahead and let go and come back into your normal position. And, and now what you want to observe is, is your natural position forward or is your natural position backwards, backing up? And you may have to do that again. You might have to do fingers, it a couple of times. Yeah, so that you can, uh, and it, when you release, mm-hmm. it, be sure to keep your fingers on your chin because yep. that's your reference point to figure right. out, did my head jut forward yep. when in my natural position or did it move very little mm-hmm. coming back into center? Sure. Um, or very does rare your head people, slide to the side to side? Yeah, uh, but it's very rare that you'd be all the way to the back. Yep. Um, most people, the head, because it's so heavy. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. and because the, the rotation, the curvature of the neck um, indicates that the head would naturally lean forward, right? Yeah. That, so we yeah. have to exert effort to keep our head up. Uh, Just like when you fall asleep and you're in a seat. Exactly. They, yeah. they relax and like that. Yeah. So, but the, the point of this is to figure out where your alignment is naturally versus what the body wants to do on its own. And then you can assess whether you're exerting effort to hold your posture alignment out of what would be considered may perhaps the neutral point. And you can do this with a variety of different articulations in the body, not just the head. You can do it with your shoulders right now. Where are your shoulders? Put your hands on your shoulders, um, just same side or opposite side. It doesn't matter. You can cross in front and touch the shoulders with your hands. You can see where are your shoulders right now? And then you take them, put them way up, you know, cover, try to cover your ears with your shoulders. Hold that for a second and feel how the tension, again, now you're going to feel the compression at the bottom of the neck where the um, clavicle comes in to, to the neck, towards the neck. And you're going to feel compression there. And then if you let it go, you're going to feel that crease in the bottom of the neck open up you can feel the, the shoulders drop down and you can feel a sense of release so some people actually do have shoulders that hang too low, too low. exactly so most they, of us carry our stress on our shoulders, shoulders so, so, our, high. so our yeah. shoulders come up right so over time what that does is a couple of different things i want to stay on these two areas because we can repeat this exercise through any place that you have an articulation, AKA a joint. So elbows, wrists, fingers, any anywhere there's movement in the in the bones. And then let me also I'll, I'll just throw out here that what we're what you really want is you want tone in the muscles and the that's around these different mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. Uh, joint locations we call them diaphragms at some point in time um there are places where you scrunch and so this we've basically been talking about two this one the first one is right there at the top of the the occiput and around to the chin the other one is down at the shoulders so but what we want is we don't want to be too relaxed and you don't want to be too tense you want to be somewhere in the middle and it's usually um uh to get in the middle it means that your the muscles and the things that are around those joints and the vertebrae is, are also joints. They're um, 
they're toned, they're active, they have a full range of motion. And when they are relaxed, they sit in a particular way. So just want to throw that out there because being too relaxed causes some other restrictions inside the body, like you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. So if we um, exert certain muscles to compensate for posture, then other muscles will over time become weak. And that's what we talked about in our previous segment is that uh, there is uh, over time, you're going to have dominant side and weak side. You're going to have dominant muscles and weak muscles. And some of these need to be strengthened and used, exercised exactly. continuously throughout life so that we can find and maintain that balanced alignment, that balanced posture in a healthy way more continuously. Again, we're going back to the idea of prevention is more valuable than trying to cure something that's already broken or fix something that's already broken. Let's focus on the prevention side of things and let's not get there to begin with. So if we understand that our posture and our alignment is based on the collaboration of the skeletal system with the muscular system exactly. and of course the tendons and the ligaments, then we understand that um, bones let's just say for simplicity right now, there's not a whole lot of exercise we do to the bones to keep them healthy, but we'll have um, an osteoporosis uh, conversation at another time. I was going to say, there, <laughs> actually, there are some yeah, things yeah, you that, can that, do. That, like I said, we're going to have that conversation. Page of elaboration. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have that another time. But, yeah. but we're talking actual traditional exercise. We're going to yep. keep that on the muscles, tendons, and ligaments. Okay. So we do need to exercise them because otherwise what they, they do is they atrophy. And then you see those malalignments that have, that you see Exactly. Um, and you can observe in, in community. And those, again, are, you know, some of them are from our job. Some of them are just from habits and behaviors. Some of them are compensating for injuries. injuries. Yeah. Some of them are just because we we're not aware of our malalignments. And so we don't know that we need to fix them. And so again, we can go always, go, always go back to those key points and do some checks and balances and so on. But, um, but here in alignment, alignment also does a couple of other things besides just keep bones and, and muscles healthy. It allows the rest of the soft tissues and the fluids of the body to circulate and do their job better. Better, yep. When we have, especially the lymph system, especially which is the, the most important system. since it doesn't have a pump. It's the only the one pump that does the muscles right. and your movements. So. Correct. The lymphatic system yep. is the only system that doesn't have its own built-in pump. So it relies on the movement, expansion and contraction of the muscles to create the expansion and contraction of the vessels through which the lymph moves in order to to push it to um, push it through. So, but but the circulatory system also is the same thing, right? So if we and respiratory. So we've talked this example many many times, but let's do it again, right? If you put your hand on your chest on the sternum, so it's just right on the top of the chest, and you lift up really really high, like be really proud, and you're you're puffed up like a rooster, and you've got a big chest. So you're making space between the ribs and you're giving your lungs more space to breathe, literally more space to bring in oxygen. But if you take a great big exhale and you let go and then you slowly begin to curve the shoulders and the neck down, the chin begins to go towards your knees and your shoulders begin to come in towards each other in the front. Now you're collapsing the rib cage and you're putting pressure on the lungs and thereby reducing the amount of space that the lungs are capable of filling comfortably and reducing the amount of oxygen that you're taking in, right? So breathing becomes more difficult. So on the short term, right? Most of us on the short term, we have 
daily habits and things that we do here and there, we forget. We don't pay attention. Well, we also can be programmed to think that, as an example, taking a big deep breath means that you have to expand the chest up and outward. Sure. In reality, we're really just a, a bellows from the shoulders to the, um, the hips. hips. And so the expansion is the shoulders and everything. Actually, uh, when you're inhaling, it expands 360 degrees. Mm -hmm. Head goes up. Mm -hmm. Shoulders are going up. Ribs are expanding. When you exhale, everything from the top down relaxes all the way back down. And that's the that's the true movement of the diaphragm. Sure. And but the point of of course that is that if we don't have enough space for these systems to operate normally, then we are constricting the amount of oxygen that the body can take in. It restricts the the because the lungs and the heart also work together, together. in harmony yeah. then you're restricting the amount of blood that can be circulated therefore there is an idea that the blood can begin to move uh less efficiently creating buildups creating pressure creating stagnation which is just basically a lack of circulation in a particular area and that's what eventually leads to onset of aches pains mm -hmm. and over a chronic amount of time it can lead into just overall bigger discomforts and we'll just leave it right there sure. for now yeah. but the idea the lesson that we're trying to convey or to trying to talk about at this moment is the idea that there's a wisdom to how we align the, the, the bones and the muscles and everything in order to allow those to operate efficiently and according to their own um, best best movements. But there's also the idea that what they support and what they encase, which is all of the organs and the soft tissue of the body, also has its own wisdom that um, is built around the proper alignment that we're talking about. And so if we, if we know that, then we know that the body has to spend a certain amount of time in that good alignment in order to become efficient. Exactly. So uh, it's easy to talk about sedentary folks and about, you know, and that's why in the previous segment, yeah. we said it's important to have the, to get up and move around and walk and to exactly. stretch because we have to get the lower, uh, circulatory, so the, the blood and the lymph and everything that's in the lower part of the body to come up to the organs so that it can be processed, right? And mm -hmm. it needs to be able to move. <clears throat> and if we're not allowing those areas to open, expand and contract, open, expand and contract, then we're not allowing for the free flow of those uh, fluids to work, to go through. And these, it's, it, and ultimately, mm -hmm. all of this is vital to our well being. Yeah. It's critical. He can actually be in very good shape, be very muscular and whatnot, um, but still not have actual flexibility in the spine mm -hmm. and range of motion in the shoulders and the hips, mm -hmm. um, which is still super important for what you're talking about. So um, it's realizing when you're compressed due to uh, external weight, uh, maybe you're carrying a pack or you, you're, you're um, carrying something, uh, uh, that's a good way to kind of have that feel of when you are compressed. Um, so that compression part, um, being aware of that is super important. So being able to uncompress yourself 
using uh, having somebody take a look, you know, um, and seeing if you're compressed downward when you're sitting or standing um, or using an inversion table so that you get an idea about what it feels like to be uncompressed mm -hmm. through the spine and the head and everything else. So now you have something to compare to. And that's really what we're getting here is alignment is slightly, we use alignment in a slightly different way than posture and alignment can be moving alignment. So it's dynamic. It's alignment while you're doing activity as well as alignment when you're not doing activity. Yeah, I love that concept. So um, it's very noticeable in uh, sports, martial arts, um, yoga, uh, anything where you're actually moving your feet. So you got some um, uh, locomotion is actually happening in some form or fashion. Um, and the most efficient, the most powerful, the most expansive and contractive, contract the contraction part as well in this um, this idea that it's dynamic and it's moving is full range of motion. So um, that's the thing that has to be trained um, in order to be compressed and not compressed because mm -hmm. Ultimately, we are physical beings that have to, um, uh, we have to do activities that are against gravity. <laughs> so in order to do that, we still, we have to be fit, flexible, uh, to be able to do these things as well as holding the correct posture so that our dynamic alignment or static alignment is still there while we're doing these activities. Mm whether whatever it happens to be, it could be something as simple as just mopping the floors. That could be, you know, some super, you know, just a normal repetitive thing that actually has a lot of alignment going on to be effective and efficient at it. Yeah. And I think we're going to dig into that subject a little bit more okay. in our third segment, which is coming right on up. And uh, we're going to talk about exactly that, what it means to, have posture and alignment using the body's wisdom why we while we are in activity this is one of my favorite areas to observe and to discuss yeah. and to teach because oh it's so eye-opening when we don't have to work so hard to get something exactly done. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you're doing you need to do that activity well yeah yeah like, wow yeah, wow i didn't know was i was that strong yeah exactly <laughs> okay well we're gonna pause here so thanks thanks for listening so far and we're gonna take a quick break we'll see you on the other side with more on this subject of uh, integration of the core to the posture and alignment and activity see you soon stay with us Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device. 
including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Resiliency is the human capacity to lean into individual and collective strengths with compassion and grit when faced with the challenges of lived experience. Join host Elaine miller Karras for Resiliency Within, a program of hope and healing designed to inspire you to integrate wellness into your life, your family, and your community. In challenging times, you'll want to tune in every week. Resiliency Within can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Have a question for Peyton, Christina, or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show with Peyton and Christina. Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move quickly on this one because we're uh, lots to say on this subject. This is your favorite subject. This is my favorite subject, right. So we're talking about core integration, using the body's wisdom from posture to alignment, and finally into the idea of how do we do that while we're in action. So what what we're really saying here is how how do we perform our daily activities without overexerting ourselves, without expending too much energy, right? If we want to be jealous with our energy, let's just say that we have a battery and we want to be jealous with how much energy we're expending to do our daily activities, then we want to find a way to do them efficiently so Mm. that we don't become too tired. And I love efficiency. (laughs) So that we don't become too tired and we have that energy to invest into something else that's more interesting, more fun for us. Let's say we have our favorite sport, our favorite activity. Um, I don't know. Family. Yeah, I just fill in the blanks. Whatever's more exciting for you than just opening up a door or, you know, putting, putting something in a closet. So in this idea of, of movement, think about what it would be like if you had to pick up a glass of water, a big full glass of water, and it was very far away from you to the point where you have to extend your hand out all the way. Uh, your, your elbow is completely open. Your shoulder is actually extending towards that cup of water and you grasp it, pick it up and think about how much effort it is for you to pick up that glass of water, right? Your whole body has to engage. You're twisting into it. You're having to really engage a a full set of muscles in order to pick up what could relatively be something not very heavy. And and it feels like you're straining. You're right. Exactly. You're exerting a lot of effort effort. to get into picking up a glass of water. Now, what happens if you take two steps forward towards the glass of water, you put your core, your shoulders all the way down to the hips closer towards the glass of water. And now you try to pick it up. Well, now you're probably just activating top of the shoulders to traps to keep the bicep stabilized so you can pick up a glass. I of see water. what you did there. You mm-hmm. actually moved your, you moved the the lever and everything closer to the thing. 100%. That way you have a good solid foundation or base. 
I, exactly right. So the the base is solid and in place. Everything in is aligned is in alignment. Pardon me. Shoulders are over the hips. You have your spine um, aligned and whatnot. Uh, and now now lifting the glass of water is easier than if you had to lean over, extend the arm very far, and so on. These are big examples, right? This is a big, um, dramatic example. But think about through the course of the day, how many things you do that require lifting, bending, reaching, pulling, and so on. Pushing. Pushing, yeah. right? So all of these activities that we do throughout the day, carrying yeah. as well. And let's start with getting out of bed in the morning. There's a um, <laughs> just the idea of engaging yeah. your abs to pull your torso to a sitting position is a massive amount of exertion on the front part of the body, right? So mm -hmm. your lower abs have to engage and your upper abs engage. In fact, the top of your chest engages, your neck engages, everything engages to pull yourself up, right? But we know that there is an alternate way of getting out of bed in the morning, which is first picking up your knees, rolling those over to the side of the bed that you're getting up towards. Exactly. Let and then just let them pendulum down. Let them hang the down. And now you, exactly. Now your torso, normally it will automatically come to a seated position and you exert less effort to get there. Right. So that's just one thing. Then the next thing is we have to stand up. Well, if we lean very far forward over our knees to stand up, we're putting the effort in the back of the body. So the, our back has to lift us up to overcompensate perhaps for the thighs that are not strong enough to do it on their exactly. own. Yeah. But if your thighs are conditioned appropriately, then you will normally just relax your upper torso into your hips and use your legs to pick you up. Push away from the floor. Right. Yeah. Of course, you could have a tall bed and all you have to do is just sure. move over to your yeah, feet. Exactly. I get that. I yeah. get that. We you have slip exceptions. off, right? right. Yeah. We're not looking for precision here. We're just using <laughs> examples of what, what we're trying to get to. And then we continue through the course of the day. And let's, I, th I like to ask students and people who we work with on alignment and conditioning and um, perhaps some rehabilitative work is to be mindful throughout the course of the day, how you're using your body to accomplish your daily activities, because that will tell you immediately what you can shift in order to recover energy, exert yourself a little bit less, and be more relaxed in your daily activities instead of tightening up. Another common one is like opening up a door, right? Mm -hmm. um, this one is, uh, is actually a society pet peeve of mine is slamming doors. <laughs> but let's just look on the side of opening up a door, right? How much effort did we exert to just do this is a door that doesn't have any wind on it maybe it's inside of a house inside of a building we turn a knob and we pull it towards us right but how much energy did we did we exert to do that was it 
too much? Did we squeeze the handle of the door like we There's wanted There's a to? lot of things that could happen here. Correct, be, right? Yeah, exactly. Or did we yank the door towards us? Mm-hmm. Did we do too much? Or did use, we... Did we just use our arm? Or did we get... The whole... Did we use the whole back, body? Right? Did we use our whole body? Did we actually step backward as we opened the door? Sure. Yeah? So it's different if we just um, automatically walk towards the door and do what we normally do all the time, right? We have our habits on how we do things. But what if before we open the door, we pause, we stop, check your alignment, check your breath, check where your mind is, and then open the door. I am pretty sure no matter who you are and how you open and close the door, if you stop, look at the door where the handle is and take, take, a, take, take a deep, deep breath, breath before yeah. you do Maybe it. count to five. No, not even. Just <laughs> take just a breath. Just stop. Look at the handle. Take a breath and then open the door. It will 99.999% be different from what you were about to do if you hadn't stopped to take a breath. I see what you did here. Yeah. This is a mindfulness exercise. A hundred percent. Yes, it is. Exactly. Yes, it is. It's a mindfulness exercise because we assume and we take for <clears throat> granted that the body is always going to support us. And that is what leads us into problems. We assume and think that the body is capable of anything that we put it through. It's capable of supporting and sustaining me every day, even though I'm not taking care of it, I'm not exercising it correctly, and I might not be mindful of what the body's actually asking for. So, so much of five phases is around building that mindfulness on our daily habits and practices. And mindfulness before we do any activity, eating, sleeping, walking, driving, moving from here to there, just folding your laundry, buying your groceries, putting the groceries away. I don't, it doesn't matter. Pick, pick something in the entirety of your day. You're doing a thousand activities, pick one Mm -hmm. and do it with complete and total mindfulness. And you will 99.99999% of the time make some shift or change from what your normal habit is if you're not paying attention to what you're doing. And it can be really cool to just recognize the ex- that one thing that you're doing, maybe it, it is folding towels and learning that, hey, I took the time to actually get the corners even because mm. I know that Christina yells at me about that. So <laughs> I have to do that as a mindfulness exercise. <laughs> but listen, I think just basic movements is a great way to learn about ourselves and learn what we can change, simple things to start changing. It's the exploration of ourself is a great way to learn how what is needed for us to achieve our larger goals in life. We all have bigger goals that we want to achieve, uh, fill in the blank. And these mindful, these little tiny areas of discovery of ourself over time are what guide us and get us towards those bigger goals. Oh, it's a huge confidence booster. Actually, when you really think about it, the, the, as, as usually adults, and then we, we we're a little bit later on in life as well, as probably some of the listeners and just did not taken for granted being able to do even the most simple thing and then do that simple thing very, very well feels really good. 
especially if you've ever been injured or yeah. can't do those things. That's why I say we take for granted. Exactly. We take for granted that things are always going to be that way, right? Because it's been that way up until now. But what happens when it's not that way? Yeah. All of a sudden, everything changes and we realize just how fragile and how important it is to care for the, yes, I'm going to use this word, the temple that we live in. Yeah. Our body is a beautiful temple. It is the 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 everything that keeps us in the rooted in this life it is everything that ex we express through we feel with mm -hmm. we accomplish with and all of that so we should take care of the temple that we live in the body that we live in the gift that we've been given in this life and if we're lucky enough to have a fully whole body and we don't have any type of physical condition that limits us yeah then we should be grateful for that and pay attention and try to preserve it. That's just my philosophy, right? That's my philosophy on life and health. We should do everything that we can to preserve it and to be mindful of the fact that if we do have it, then we should care for it because not everybody has the luxury of having a hundred percent of everything, you know, right down the, the middle line, right? Some of us, a lot of us, a lot of us have different areas that we're we're working through, oh, yeah. you know, whether it's internal on the soft tissue, whether it's external on the skeletal system or even on the muscular system. Listen, it can even be on our on our mental health and our emotional health and so on. We all have areas that we're struggling with. And so I do think that just slowing down, slow down and be mindful is a great way to learn about what we're doing that takes us away from our center, our core integration, and what brings us closer to the, the wisdom of our core integration. So one more thing I'll talk about, everybody pretty much knows about, you know, lifting boxes and lifting heavy things, right? If you, oh, if, yeah. you if you bend your knees, it's like toe bone under. Get close to the weight Get close first, to the weight. Bend the knees. Right. Grab a hold. Yeah. And then lift with the lower body with a solid core. Right. Yeah. That's easier to pick up. That that alignment is easier to accomplish picking up something that has weight in it. If you're unsure for yourself, what might be an area that you want to work on or an area where you might be out of balance or an area that you could leverage for better efficiency in your body. There is nothing like just picking up something that has a little bit of weight with it and then moving through your daily activities. Some For some folks, it's easy to, it's a good idea to have those, those wrist weights and the ankle weights, you know, that's like a, just a pound. Yeah. You don't need a lot. You just need something that gives you a little bit of feedback. And some resistance. Some yeah. resistance, some little bit of feedback as to how <laughs> you're moving. And pretty much your body will tire out if you're out of alignment, right? If you have to hold your hand out extended for 10 minutes, your muscles are going to get tired and you're naturally going to drop your hand closer towards your torso because it's more efficient to do it that way well, it, the first <laughs> thing you'll figure out is that you got to rotate your elbow in oh for number sure one yeah and that way now now the the weight that's out here at the end of this lever instead of carrying now, it in the shoulder you carry it now on the bicep. now yeah. well i'm bringing it down into the torso yeah. and into the hips at that point right so there's right. mechanical things that you'll learn 
by doing these things. Well, that's yeah. the point is if you don't know your, your, your muscular system and you don't know what is the right alignment, then just pick up something with a little bit of weight. Can of soup is my favorite. Most yep. everybody has Old a can, can of something at home yep. and it's about the right kind of weight that gives you just enough feedback for you to know, Oh, I'm exerting effort here or there. And I can feel how my body has to shift in exactly. order to support or not that, support that, that weight, that yeah, particular exactly. weight. Yeah. yeah. That's a great way to exercise and learn. So um, thanks for listening in on our episode today. It's been great to talking to you about core alignment and integration. We'll have more information on our website for you to refer to, but find something with a little bit of weight, walk around the house with it, try to do your activities. You'll learn a lot. Yep. Check your posture. Number one, <laughs> is your, is, yep. take a deep breath, check your posture. Is your head over your shoulders, shoulders over the hips, hips over the knees, knees over the ankles, which are over the feet. Right. And then can you maintain that? that alignment while you're doing activity mm -hmm. or moving around. Right. So uh, if, if you're putting yourself under stressful situations, move that center base closer to whatever that happens to be. And it'll make you more efficient on that part. And, and then, less prone to injury. And less prone to injury. So thank you for joining us. Um, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. See you next week. For tuning into this week's episode of Five Phases Health. We hope we've given you some tips to improve your health habits. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.